We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. From the Clark Ford Studio in Oxford, Mississippi, MBW Digital proudly presents the Oxford Exxon Podcast. I'd say thanks for tuning in. But why am I going to give you a round of applause for something you're supposed to do, to be frank? And now, here are your hosts, Chase Parham. And broadcast school has really paid off. And Neil McCready. I deserve to be on TV. Welcome in. Wednesday edition Oxford Exxon podcast. Chase Parham, Neil McCready here this morning from the Clark Ford studio. Actually talk some on-field football today. Tom Murphy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Joining us here in segment number two in about 15 minutes coming up on the podcast. We'll talk to him about the Razorbacks heading into uh, what is going to be a quite chilly Reynolds Razorback Stadium on Saturday night. Seeing temperatures now of around 11 degrees on oh, Saturday. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, in Fayetteville, that was per, I think, AccuWeather sometime yesterday. Maybe it's changed, but somewhere in there. So uh, pretty, uh, pretty chilly. This morning uh, will be Saturday. We'll talk to him about that and more. I'm sure we'll at least mention Lane Kiffin's name at some point over the next hour and change here with you this morning. So, uh, Blue Sky, Oxford Exxon. Remember, they're going to give away one more official Ole Miss football game day jersey. That is after the Egg Bowl. So, when you stop in, all you have to do is uh, make a purchase. And every time you make a purchase, that's another opportunity to sign up and have a chance to win an official Ole Miss game day football jersey. I have no idea what color they're going to wear against State. You got a powder blue one if you were the winner after Alabama. And we'll see what comes out for the Egg Bowl this week. So lunch specials and much more. And again, coming to you from the Clark Ford studio. We are Clark Ford is in Amory, Mississippi. 662-257-1900 is that number. Call it. Ask for Corey Clark. Tell Corey what Ford product you're looking for. He'll send you a quote within 15 minutes and business hours right to the bottom line. No hassle, no haggle. You get your quote. The rest completely up to you. You can shop that quote around, or you can do what I've done, but I recommend that you do. Let's hop into a Clark Ford today. 662-257-1900. Tom Murphy will join on the Rafters Music and Food Hotline. Rafters on the Square is the perfect place for your Christmas party. Starts a Cajun party, but that's in the next line. Your Christmas party or gathering that can accommodate parties of 10 to 500. Great food with a Cajun flair. Holiday drinks and a festive atmosphere. Call Genie 601. 842-0948 842-0948 to request a catering menu and reserve a date. The uh, Troy Brown Show is up at um, rebelgrove.com, also at MPW Digital. So uh, check it out. It's brought to you by Comer Heating and Air, Southern Air Conditioning and Heating. Great names, different names, same great products and services. 
you live in Oxford, Tupelo, or the surrounding area, call Comer, 662-801-1777. If you live in Hernando, Memphis, or the surrounding area, call Southern, 662-429-4429. Yeah, Tevin, that is one of my – it really, really cracked me up. I sent it to Siski that day. Amazon, yeah, it says that my book is frequently bought with rain um, on the tagline below. Right? Yeah, Amazon suggests rain when you go to the page for my book. So, <laughs> that's, Love you guys. <laughs> that's where <laughs> – <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, it like puts it in your cart with a little check mark, and it goes frequently bought together. I was like, okay, fair enough. So. The uh, trip to Boise is uh, brought to you by Rain. Appreciate them. Is it? Uh, yes, sir. Okay. All right. Rain's been quite pleased with McCready okay. and Siski. We've been pleased with Rain. The North Mississippi market is uh, the regional market is is. I think they've seen results elsewhere. Yeah, as well. So yeah. yeah. Hey, uh, we had a super chat from. Um, well, hold on. My computer's wanting to mess with me. From Blake Hankins. Blake, thank you very much. He says, for Lane's copy of your book. Well, we'll handle it, yeah. Thanks. We'll make sure make sure that's how that works. Um, I mean, the good news is one way or the other, Lane can afford your book. He can afford the book, can he? He can buy all the books. He's going to be completely, uh, completely fine. <sighs> yeah, be careful with the stream, other people. Not warning you, just be careful. Um, just Auburn people. Oh. Yeah, nothing bad. We're good. All right. Cool. I, I, I give more deference to people who've been around for a minute or not just coming in on the day. We're all right. No big deal. It is crockpot weather, Kyle. It is absolutely crockpot weather. It, it's it's yeah. it, it's throw it in there, smell it around two o'clock, start getting the, 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 the scent the scents and whatnot. Um Carson had yeah. soccer last night. I had a shirt, a sweatshirt, a jacket, another jacket, gloves, a hat. And we had the portable heater, and it was still cold. Was it really? It was damp, cold. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Ole Miss basketball winning seventy to fifty eight over Chattanooga last night in uh, in Oxford. Three and zero on the season. Yeah, three and zero on the yeah. season. Um, they play UT Martin on Friday. Back at the Pavilion is the uh, is the next one. So there is uh there's that yeah absolutely beans in the chili jackson like a lot of beans like make it almost stewy um yes yeah very much so throw in some black beans yeah and you're on to something yeah use typically use dark kidney beans and black beans yep. are the two that i will that i will throw in there yep. and i've noticed the recipes never i mean i know everybody like you know your grandmother does this but the recipe's never exactly the same it has got to where it's just i don't know sure this a yeah. little bit of that sounds good oh it's all it's it's all good you put a beer in yours I don't. I, I know a lot of people do. I probably yeah. am messing up, but no, I have not typically done that. Yeah, I had a beer. You put Rotel chilies in yours? Yeah. 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 Um, but so. I like it spicy. Some yeah, people, yeah, yeah, yeah. Some people don't. Well, I mean, that's the thing, too, when you're cooking for, like, a how. Like, you know, I mean, you right. can't, like, blaze somebody out right. to make sure you're whatever. I mean, there is a little bit of that as well. well I can so. do without it and add some Tabasco or something, but. If I'm doing it myself, yeah, I'll add Rotel. So, do you mean too many beans is in like quantity, or you don't want multiple types of beans in the chili? What are we talking about? Um. So anyway, uh, all right, we got like ten oh, Dallas Reb says Chase cooking a turkey tomorrow. Uh, any tips to get a perfect cook? Brine it. Brine it now. Today. If you're tomorrow, you got to hurry. Get 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 it in the salted herbed water right now. Overnight. Yeah. Get a big bucket. Yeah, Go well, get like a Home Depot paint bucket yeah, and exactly. throw it in there. That's exactly what you do. Yeah. You just put a bunch of ice in it, and that way you don't have to worry about it spoiling. Or no, something. you're good. You're It'll good. stay temperature. Yeah. Yeah. 
Ice it down in whatever the mixture you choose, but a lot of salt. Yeah. You can put other stuff in it too. You can you can make it like a gin if you'd like with all the botanicals, but yeah. Those those salt in there. That's the I've seen people do uh, apple cider okay. as a brine. The vinegar's fine. Yeah. On it. Supposedly. Yeah. Um we got about ten minutes. We'll get into football and Tom here in a second. Uh Frankly, guys, there's no real news. Oh, I, I do have a thing real quick, and I don't know exactly when this happened, but I reported yesterday on the board that uh, Ole Miss and Deputy Athletics Director Tom Kleinlin have uh, parted ways. Um, He was sort of day-to-day football ops, sort of external relations. I don't know, just had some AD duties. Um, But it did not happen yesterday. We just found out yesterday. So a lot of people goes, oh, God, see, that's they're doing everything Lane wants by getting rid of the deputy AD. I mean, look, M- Lane may have wanted him gone. I have no idea. I'm not disputing that. But it was not something that happened yesterday. I simply found out yesterday. Yeah, I remember telling you. To the point of somebody yesterday goes, hey, on, you just heard that? And I'm like, well, nobody told I me. Know. I don't know. Yeah, I, no, I got you, nothing. You had not just heard it because I told you months ago. Yeah. I just never thought anything about it. Um. And, yes, it's doing logic. Alan Green can have the job if he wants it. The former Auburn Athletics Director who is in town visiting Keith Carter and his family socially. They're incredibly close. Um, Alan was on that Ole Miss staff that I guess had five athletics directors on it at one time, which is really weird, but it did. Um, Alan was one of those. So um, just something to watch. I mean, I don't know if Alan's getting back into it right now. I don't know what he's doing. But should he want that gig, it would definitely be a name to well, – it wouldn't be a name. It would be the name to follow were that to be the case. So Yes. That's where that's at. But nonetheless, yeah. It, 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 yesterday he, was a reminder. Keith did not go into Tom's office yesterday and go, what? You know what, Lane, once you out, scat. And that was it. So I don't know when that occurred. I have no clue. And yes. I'm, I'm stopped. Nope. I started to say no, no. You're already stopping? Well, I'm just there's no point piling on. Uh, it it was a reminder yesterday that sometimes when we hear things, we ought to just write it. Just go with we it. Knew, well, we knew this months ago. That's what you said. You're like, yeah, I've mentioned that. Like, whatever. I'm like, dude, there's been a lot of stuff since like June. I don't know. Um, there's no new news on Lane Kiffin and any other jobs today. I mean, we could sit here and bloviate if we like, but nothing happened yesterday. It didn't. Nothing happened. I mean, go ahead, feel free. But are you are you saying? That, are you saying that some people are manufacturing news for the sake of clicks? Is that what you're saying? Are you accusing anyone in particular of manufacturing headlines and news in a static environment? I'm saying that it appears a lot of the um, intel, if you will, coming out of the planes does not seem to fit the same level of frenetic energy and chaos elsewhere is not matching that. I will say that it seems to be a one way street on who's freaking out right now about movement in a Lane Kiffin Auburn situation. Um, it appears that an Auburn plane being in Memphis stirred up a lot of things yesterday. Note to self, um, two things. One, University planes do things other than coaching searches. I know that's crazy, but, you know, planes do go places for an entire university, just saying. Because a lot of times you're hiding tail numbers when you're actually not trying to. They've done this before. This is not whatever. Um, I mean, frankly, when Keith and Jimmy went to see Lane, 
they had like some planes headed in other directions and all sorts of crap. I mean, there was all kind of stuff. They play. I mean, it's it's a, it's it's a and little bit. It's, it's clo- yeah, it's a little cloak and dagger. Yeah, our subscriber who was waiting on the private airfield tarmac in Memphis to get the photos of Jimmy and Keith getting back in their vehicles was one of my favorite ten minutes on the on the site. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but. Um. Yeah. There's no move. Yeah. Someone asked me during that, "Are are y'all stalking us?" I'm like, "No." And I said, "Now some of my subscribers might be, but I'm not. (laughs) I can't control them. (laughs) What do you want me to do? It's all good." Um. Yeah. So look, I don't know. Plus, I mean, that's what somebody goes. Even if it was search related, my favorite part of that is they said, "Oh God, it's Lane's agent." I went, "Hell, it's everybody's agent." What are you talking about? I don't know. (laughs) It's It's not. Yeah, sex a couple of clients. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's like he's not the only one. It's we're not dealing with a startup right now, so I don't know. I mean, feel free if you have an update, but I, it's kind of where I'm at. I got nothing. I'm I'm where I've been pretty much the whole time. If they make him some sort they of take his, eight Brinks trucks and back them up, if they make him some historic offer, my opinion might change. Until then, it really hasn't changed. I, I mean, I have other opinions, but they're hardly worth going into other than I've done this a few times and I sort of know the playbook and I think I'm recognizing a play at the line of scrimmage. Oh. Yeah, I know what You know, Auburn probably doesn't want to do anything before the Iron Bowl next Saturday. So maybe... They're doing distractions, eye candy, putting people in motion right now. A lot of bells and whistles, if you will. Yeah, I don't. There's a some Rebel Grizz said it's. I'll give credit. I was going to mention this anyway, but he beat me to it, or she beat me to it. Um, Trey Wallace wrote a story yesterday in Outkick about Lane Kiffin and who Lane likes. Yeah, Lane and Trey like each other. They go back to the Tennessee days. And um, I'll just say you should read that story. It's it's about, Lane acknowledged the story. It's it's he did. He did. I'm trying at this point not to go further with that. Um okay. But yeah, you should read that story. That story is accurate. It is uh 100% spot on, and you should read it. We will uh, we'll move to football in a second before we go talk to Tom. Again, Tom Murphy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. I'll tell you quickly about Johnston Hill Creamery, johnstonhillcreamery.com. Small batch artisanal cheese they make in-house every single day. they got their holiday open house coming up before you know it. That's uh, Saturday, November 26th, so very, very soon, 12 to 5 for that. That is the Saturday after Thanksgiving. They are doing uh, lots of sample snacks, refreshments, along with holiday gifts, gift wrapping, giveaways, Holiday pre-orders and much more. You can go ahead and get those Thanksgiving pre-orders done. Still a few days more for uh, that, as well as uh, tailgating. The Egg Bowl, before you know it, maybe you're combining Thanksgiving and tailgating into one event with your friends and family. So that's johnsonhillcreamery.com, 662-419-9201. We're also brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. Pete and I will be, uh, Pete DeWeese and I will be taping Pete's Pigskin preview this evening. It'll air tomorrow. It's brought to you by Walk-On Sports Bistro. Put everything they got into bringing you game day with the taste of Louisiana. Dig into their mouth-watering, made-from-scratch Louisiana cuisine. 
excuse me, like po' boys, gumbo, voodoo shrimp, plus fan favorites like juicy burgers, fresh salads, all in front of 70-plus TVs, 40-plus ice-cold beers on tap. Uh, let them take care of your uh, tailgating needs as well. Inquire about their family and friends bundles, their tailgate platters. Order online at walkons.com or on their convenient walk-ons app. Visit their uh, walk-ons today in Oxford or Ridgeland. Uh, Dead Soxies excited to announce the next step after becoming licensed with Ole Miss. Dead Soxies extremely grateful for the opportunity to partner with the Grove Collective, creating unique student-athlete NIL creations that give back. Visit deadsoxy.com backslash NIL to see which two collections drop first and to gain access to pre-sale opportunities. Additionally, Dead Soxy welcomes you to the pre-cyber 2022 sale. Buy more, save more. Uh, the more you spend, the more you save. So stock up on gifts, stocking stuffers, and don't forget a little something for you. 25% off any order using the code Rebel Grove. That's been in place for a while. Spend $50 or more, get free shipping. 30% off on orders of $120. 40% off any orders of $240 or more. And uh, stock your sock drawers. Have a wonderful holiday season. DeadSoxy.com. Don't forget a couple of shows up on the site still. Uh, the Davison Igbenosan Show brought to you by the College Corner. It's One Stop Rebel Shop, two locations in the uh, Jackson area. In Ridgeland, it's next to Fleet Feet and Flowood. It's next to Half Shell. If you don't live in Jackson, just go to collegecornerstore.com. Plus, you can find them on Facebook and Instagram, the largest selection of Rebel gear in central Mississippi. And uh, the Mason Brooks Show up on uh, MPW Digital as well. It's brought to you by The Rogue. It's your destination for fine men's clothing. Their stylist hand-select pieces from top designers from work to lifestyle to nightlife. There's a perfect something for everyone at The Rogue, 4450 I-55 North in Jackson or therogue.com. Podcast also brought to you by G&M Pharmacy, 662-236-2222. They deliver locally in the Oxford area and they offer medicine. If your prescription is the same day each month, take care of you. You can transfer your medications over to G&M or Tyson Drugs with one call. They take care of the rest. So to get a pharmacy that cares about you, 662-236-2222. Now, assuming he's ready, we'll uh, call Tom Murphy of the Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Hello. Hey, Tom. Neil Neil, and Chase here with you. How are you, bud? I'm doing great, man. It's good, good to be with you all today. Good to be with you. Um, I guess we'll start with a number of things. I mean, obviously, uh, here is going to be like uh, 12 degrees, 6 degrees, minus 4 <laughs> degrees. Uh, what's... Uh, I've talked to my, uh, I've talked to one of my daughters yesterday, and she was referring to the cold. You're up there and around it, uh, probably a little more sensible than them. Just how cold is it going to be Saturday night? Um, I've looked on the forecasts, and it looks like the high that day. Oh gosh, I've looked at it, thirty six maybe in the middle of the day, and then dropping. And I, I think the bulk of the game is probably going to be below thirty degrees. And heading toward an overnight low of about 23. Oof. Now that could change between now and then. But it was 24 degrees this morning, and it's not going to be much out of the 40s, I don't think, during the week. Let's see. Chase, I've got to turn Tom up a little bit here. Um, okay. Tom, bear with us one second. I've got to turn you up a little bit. Sometimes this, uh, Sometimes it just doesn't like us. Sometimes it does. Uh, let's see. 
Uh, the obvious next question is KJ Jefferson. Uh, what's his stat? I know he didn't play against uh, LSU last weekend. He didn't look like himself against Liberty at all. Um, what do you, What are you anticipating with him against Ole Miss on Saturday? Well, the official uh, diagnosis is a bruised clavicle, so something going on with his right throwing shoulder, and he certainly was not on point in the early going against Liberty, and it proved to be a little costly because they came back late and he scored, uh, they scored a touchdown with one eleven remaining and he was inches short of a two point conversion that would have tied the game. Hey Tom, I'm going to do something. This is, this is my, my, my issue. I think I'm going to hang up on FaceTime audio and I'm going to call you through a Skype number and we'll do this again. We can hear you, but the listeners can't. Yeah. I'm getting a lot of feedback or echo too. So okay, um, I'll... I pick up on my laptop or phone or what? Uh, probably your phone. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. All right. Sorry about that. With, it, with us, we hear it, and so it's hard to... So I call him on his number. I got to look that up. I don't have it memorized. Bear with us. We're going to get time back on Skype, and uh, we'll just kind of resume that. We were talking about all you missed was the weather forecast, which is really, really cold. We'll try that again. Let's see if people can uh, can hear us in the stream. Appreciate your patience with this time. Oh, man, no worries. Uh, so we were talking about KJ. Uh, you were saying bruised clavicle, and then I, I think I cut you off at that point, probably quite rudely. Uh, what's what's his, I guess, his health status for this weekend? Well, he's doing better, and we've seen him in the open periods, which are, you know, 15, 20 minutes at the start of practice. We've seen him throwing the ball. Um, nothing with super speed, but then again, the other quarterbacks aren't doing it at the same time either. Um, but the thought is that um, he's in much better shape, and I, I think they're preparing to go with K.J. Jefferson. Um, we'll see if anything changes between now and game day, but uh, I think he just felt, or they just felt like last week, he was, he was in pain, and, and he was in pain the week before against Liberty, and they just decided to roll the dice and not go with him and help him heal up. And um, ultimately, if you look at last week's performance, I think a healthy K.J. Jefferson, they, they have a chance to beat LSU last week. Yeah, I think so too. You know what's interesting? I was looking at Arkansas stats yesterday with K.J. Jefferson and without K.J. Jefferson, and they've now played you know two and a half games or so without him. With him, they're a top ten offense Without him, they are far from a top ten offense. Are you surprised that he has been that uh, integral to what they've been able to do or not do over the course of the season? Uh, I would say my initial thought is that I'm I'm not surprised. Um, I mean, I thought the backups, if they had to use Hornsby in some games this year, and, and then Cade Fortin, that they'd be slightly better than what they've shown. Uh, they've had trouble sticking the ball in the end zone. Um, they've got stopped twice inside the Mississippi State 10-yard line, once on the one-yard line with a couple of shots at scoring. And then again last week, they had a chance to go up 10 to nothing on LSU at the one, and 
you know, they ran a play from the one, and it was negative yardage, and then a play from the three on fourth down and didn't score. So uh, that's hampered their production. Uh, teams are really keeping their safeties way up and just daring Arkansas to beat them in man coverage and over the top, and Arkansas has not been able to do that so much the, these last couple of weeks. So, you know, there's a defensive formula that people are using, and I don't doubt that, that Ole Miss is going to use its, its own brand of that and come at K.J. Jefferson and make – Arkansas make plays under pressure, whether that's Jefferson at quarterback or either of the other two. You know, I said this when it happened in September, and a lot of people are like, oh, you're, you're overreacting to it. But there was something about the body language that I thought I noticed, Tom, at the end of that Texas A&M game. It was a game that Arkansas, frankly, kind of dominated in a lot of ways. And yet they had the, the fumble inside the five when Jefferson tried to – stick the ball over the end zone and that ended up in a in a touchdown for A&M and then uh obviously the missed kick but the the botch snap on that drive that um probably prevented Arkansas from just driving in and scoring a touchdown there and their body language late at the end of that game was beyond like hey disappointed it was it it was kind of more devastated and I just thought you know they're not going to bounce back from this as quickly as maybe you I, you people think they would when you look at the season and you've covered every game every snap when you look at the season do you think a lot got away from them that day in Arlington well I mean it's an astute observation um and it was a crushing loss and of course it started I mean that was a streak of really tough games for them um and we all looked at that in before the season started and said wow look at this streak and it was you know neutral side A&M home game against Alabama, road game Mississippi State, road game BYU, road game Auburn. And there was an open date thrown in there. But I thought if they went 2-3 and three or 3-2 three and two during that stretch, they'd be doing okay. And that's ended up what they, they did, 2-3. and three, But it doggone sure should have been 3-2. and two. Um, there, there was a few things. I, I think people will look back and see the Jefferson j- jump, and it was from about the three-yard line with the ball extended um, – in the air, and it swiped away and turned into a touchdown as perhaps the defining play of the season. Because if they score there, it's 21-7, to and they had been pretty much dominating the game. So it's been, uh, it's been a climb since then. They've had his injury. They've been dealing with so many injuries in the second day that different guys are playing in spots that they, you know, they, they cross-train these guys, but it's just been a week-to-week Who's available? Where are they going to play? And a lot of shuffling. I mean, they've got a kid, Quincy McAdoo, a freshman who's now starting cornerback, who was a receiver at the start of this year. So that kind of uh, spotlights what's been happening there. Uh, but certainly the A&M loss was devastating, um, and they should have beaten Liberty. So I felt like last week they should have gone into the game against LSU with a 7-2 and record, the same as LSU. And then what happens if KJ's healthy? So I think people are going to look at this season, and there'll be a lot of what-ifs. And uh, unfortunately for them, now they're in a battle to try to get even bowl eligible, and it's not going to be easy. No, it's going to be tough with Ole Miss, and they got to go to Missouri, and Missouri's kind of a Jekyll and Hyde sort of team, but they've played fairly well at home uh, over the course of this season. Um, regardless of how it ends, whether they win two, lose two, or split them, kind of what's the uh, – What's the mood there around Sam Pittman and, and long-term and coordinators and that kind of thing going into the offseason? Right. Well, you have to separate the knee-jerk 
um, negativity that you see after losses that are on social media from the reality of where Arkansas is as a program. And what can't be lost in all this is the fact that Pittman built them up. I mean, they, they, the first game under Sam Pittman, they led Georgia at halftime. Okay, Georgia comes back and wins, but from the very moment they started playing for him, they were a team that was hard to beat, that were, you know, competed and all that. We haven't seen that go away, but I, I really feel like year two, nine and four, was a little bit ahead of schedule for them. And I think a lot of the national media wanted to pick, uh, you know, an underdog darling type team to be who's, who's behind Alabama and, the, you know, who's the third best team in the SEC. I heard that so often this summer. And so many people said, oh, it's Arkansas. And I just felt like that was really premature. They, they went through last season relatively injury-free. They lost Jalen Catalan in the Mississippi game, and they lost him in game one this year. They've had the KJ injuries and the secondary injuries, and it's just they were a team with a thin margin to begin with. And when you have as many injuries as they did, um, it's reflective sometimes in your, in your performances. So, yeah, although they're a few plays away from being, you know, seven and three, possibly even eight and two, it hasn't happened. Um, you know, the numbers aren't good for the defense, but Barry Odom and Sam Pittman are, you know, really good friends. They walk all the time together and all that. And so I always felt like the only job that was going to lure Barry Odom away from here was going to be a head coaching position. And I don't think Sam Pittman will make a change there. Kendall Bryles, um, I don't know the, you know, full nature of their relationship, but if you look at the numbers, they're 23 in the nation in total offense, and that's with having a couple of real clunkers here lately. So um, if they were a better team and sticking it in in the, in the red zone, short red zone, one yard on, uh, their numbers would be even better. Um, I don't know what ultimately will happen. Uh, Kendall Browse might get some offers as a head coach. Uh, there's a lot of schools in Texas. I don't know what the turnover will be like. And there's been change in every staff since he's been here. A lot of it to do with recruiting, and so I don't doubt that there will be change, but I, I, I'd hesitate to say it will be a coordinator. You know, all year their defense has been pretty porous, and then here in the last couple of weeks, it's I don't know whether it's the competition they've played, but in the second half they pitched a shutout against Liberty. They did really well last week against LSU pretty much the whole game. The defense absolutely played well enough for them to win. Has Owen figured something out, or, or what's happened there as they get ready for Ole Miss? Yes, it's one touchdown allowed in the last six quarters. Now, Liberty, you know, did not have the, the pedal to the metal, did not throw the ball near as much in the second half because they had a lead. So we don't know what would have happened if they'd have stayed in the air. Um, but I do think they feel like they've slotted out the guys in the secondary a little bit more. Uh, Quincy McAdoo, the kid I mentioned, freshman, has played well at cornerback. He's just a tough competitor. And he played it in high school, and he's given them, you know, a reason to come after quarterbacks more. So I think the game plan against LSU was really pressure Jaden Daniels, allow McAdoo and Dwight McLaughlin in the other corner to play man, um, and they covered well. And, you know, LSU wound up gashing them a little on the ground, but they really held Daniels down, and I kind of thought he'd come in here and have a real big day. But you're right, it's They've given up a ton of yardage all year long. I mean, Missouri State threw stuff over the middle and crossing stuff that they just struggled with, did not tackle well. South Carolina had a ton of passing yardage. Cincinnati had a lot. 
Um, Bama really hit them late with the run game and Jalen Murrow and Jameer Gibbs late in the game. Um, I just think maybe they kind of finally found the personnel they like. The cold weather certainly played something to do with last week, and it's going to be hard for them to hold Ole Miss down in the same manner. And I think they have to get off the field on maybe half of Ole Miss's series without allowing points and have a chance to win this game. It's got a chance, and I can't believe I'm saying this because if I heard somebody else say it, I'd yell at them for jinxing it. But it's got a chance to be a fast game because it's going to be so cold. Neither team loves throwing the ball. Neither team has that super explosive wide receiver. Both teams like to run it. Uh, Quinshawn Judkins and and, uh, Rocket Sanders are 1-2 in the league in in rushing. I mean, if we can just keep the thing in bounds, Tom, this is – Got a chance to get out of there kind of quick. You know what I mean? I mean, got a chance. You're, you're, I mean, you're, you're projecting your dreams and desires and every sports writer's dream of a quick game onto this game. And I, I, you're right. There is a chance. Because I mean, all the ingredients are there, down. Tom. If, I mean, if I can't stop them, they will. Yeah, I mean, it's all right there. Every single ingredient you need. For a fact, we don't need to talk. I mean, you know, like you go, hey, do we have everything to make the chili? We were talking about chili a minute ago. Yeah, we have everything. No one has to run to the grocery store. It's all right there. Well, except for one thing, Neil, and maybe both teams stay on the ground 60, 65, 70% of the game, which would be great. But, you know, when you score a lot of touchdowns, there's a lot of timeouts for the commercials and the kickoffs. And if last year's game is any indication, it could be another shootout. I, I do think the weather. Is going to tamp things down a little bit. It's going to make passing harder. So maybe not 52 to 51. Uh, but certainly if KJ is available and healthy and they kind of get back in stride, get their running game going, it's been, it's been clamped down on the last two weeks, um, then maybe you know, there'll be a little more high scoring than it was here last week. You're guaranteeing now the power is going to be go is going to go out three and a half hours through the crockpot mill. Now you're done, Neil. I mean, you're going to be there at eleven. It's not like these teams haven't played overtime games that have lasted a while at one point. Okay, just uh, just saying. You know, just if, saying. If Pittman last year kicks an extra point, they we might still be going. They might have gone twenty over. No, you do the two point conversion thing now, so at yeah. some point you don't get a two. I mean, they they prevented the ability to do what happened in a one. But that had a chance to just keep going and going and going and going for a long time. What a fantastic game that was! And of course, Pittman was on the sideline for the Henry Heave game that Ole Miss fans would probably prefer to forget. But the score is the same both games. Uh, Brett Bielema rolls the dice. They get it down there at Ole Miss with the help of a, a face mask penalty and the fourth and 25. But last year, I, I think Sam Pittman was just feeling the flow. When you score on the last play of a game, like, let's just get this thing over with. I'm, I thought it was a smart move. It just did didn't too. work. And Ole Miss came at KJ well, with some pressure. It was going to be a potential shovel pass underneath the pressure. And I think ultimately that might have been the best decision for KJ. But he rolled to the right. There were a lot of guys around Burks, and he just threw it so high that, you know, no one had a chance. So, uh, you know, these, that's what I'm going to write about for Saturday this week is what, what a series this has been. It's just some fantastic wild games. Yeah, the, this series is always nuts, and I was just thinking about that. I was going to go there with a minute in a minute with you anyway, Tom. It looks like Ole Miss most likely knows who their three permanents are when this thing goes to nine teams or nine games in a schedule. What is Arkansas looking at? Who are potentially the the people they will play every year? Because Ole Miss and Arkansas looks like they will not play every year. Yeah, um, 
Hunter Yurichek, uh, on said it at a speaking event that he was at, and then I asked him again on the sideline late in the Auburn game, who were those five again? And I want to say it is, <clears throat> it is uh, Oklahoma, Texas, LSU, Missouri, um, and either A&M or Ole Miss, I think was the fifth one. And so I, I, I don't know what will eventually happen here, but it, it, it's been a great rivalry, and they played a whole lot before Arkansas joined the SEC, as you guys know. Yep. And um, I would not be opposed to these two teams uh, sticking around together. It doesn't sound like it's going to happen, though. No, because it looks like that what will eventually be the three for Ole Miss is LSU, State, and Vanderbilt. That's kind of what everybody seems to believe will be the three that, that Ole Miss plays every year, and then they'll rotate the other whatever that is. Yeah, and, and, and maybe Hunter Yurichek knows the three, but yeah. wanted to, you know, yeah, th- sure. th- that their hopes were maybe to keep Ole Miss in, in their three. I'm not sure. Yeah, I always tell Ole Miss people when they're like, the league's out to get us. I'm like, you keep getting Vanderbilt as a permanent opponent. That is, that, that is, that is exhibit A, that the league is not completely out to get you. Well, I, I, I feel bad for Arkansas that, you know, the LSU thing, as soon as A&M, you know, is going to come in the league, LSU is ready to trade Arkansas off for the Thanksgiving weekend, which put them with Missouri, which not a not a long-term robbery there. And, and now with this one, who knows who they'll end up. But if you end up with Texas, Oklahoma, and Missouri, I mean, you've got two traditional powers that are would be hard games to win year to year. And so um, Arkansas you know, kind of been the, the, the far west deal. And, um, you know, it's, it's reflected in, in how they're basically treated by the league. Um, any, I, w- I want to ask you about basketball in a second, just real quick. I can hear people screaming, but uh, – Eric Musselman's built quite a quite an interesting uh, roster there in, in Fayetteville. They got another big commitment yesterday. But just in terms of keys to the game, is there one or two things you're watching for Saturday night? Um, yeah, Arkansas's got a score in the red zone to have a chance, and they they just really struggled there. I, I think KJ needs to play. I think without KJ, you just have to be so so precise. You know, there's such a thin margin to, to win the game. Um, defense has got to get off the field some, and maybe is it by turnover or stopping them on a fourth and three, fourth and two, somewhere like that. Otherwise, I think Ole Miss would just try to stay on the ground, run the clock, get Quinshawn going. And I did know one thing that Lane Kiffin said Monday that I thought was very interesting. The, the numbers when um, Zach Evans is out of the game, Aren't, aren't super good. Like, they need that one-two combo. Yeah. And so I'm not sure his status, but it would be helpful for Ole Miss to have him in the game. Yeah, I don't anticipate, based on what Lane said, that they're going to get much out of Evans if they get anything out of Evans. He he was knocked out in that game on, on Saturday against Bama. And they, the concussion protocols, it's – and it needs to be. It's a real thing these these days. It's not like it was fifteen years ago, where you just rub some salt on it and go play. Um, hey, I wanted to ask you this uh, about KJ: Is he expected to return for next season? And then along those lines, kind of where is where is Arkansas in terms of? You know, obviously, the NIL thing's been a big conversation here, as Lane Kiffin and Auburn and all that stuff. What's Arkansas's NIL situation? They're actually in a pretty good place, and I think. I think their leaders here have um, come up with a plan where it's not so much, you know, Wild West, kids not going through them to kind of help, you know, facilitate things. And I think there's a lot of 
business is up this way. And I don't think they're really, you know, I don't think they have great concerns. I think they're, quote, doing it the right way. And so um, in terms of, like, help, that happening in recruiting and all, I don't, I don't think that's a detriment to Arkansas. Um, I think for KJ, if he felt like he had a good year, certainly the opportunity, the idea of coming out will be entertained. And I don't think that's going away even with, you know, the injury. Um, but with the injury, you know, how has that impacted his, his draft stock? I, I'm not really sure. Um, you know, the decision on the, on the three-yard line against A&M, that wasn't a good one. And so, you know, his, his decision-making is something that's going to have to improve. Uh, but I, I, think it's a, I think it's basically 50-50. If, if they feel like he and his people feel like he can come out and, um, and be drafted, then, then he'll probably make that move. And, and if not, he may be back for another year. But I, I think going into the year, their, their, their feeling was probably that he would lean to going out. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Whether you're a world-class athlete or a podcaster like me, we all understand the importance of mental and physical well-being and proper recovery for top-notch performance. That's why I'm excited that Unified Healing is sponsoring podcasts on the Blue Wire Network. Unified Healing is a new and super innovative global network of wellness centers powered by Energy Enhancement System, or EE System. If you haven't heard of the EE System yet, then you'll want to listen up. This technology promotes wellness, deep relaxation, purification, and rejuvenation. Wherever you are across the globe, access to a center is easy and affordable. Interested in experiencing the EE System technology for yourself? Go to unifiedhealing.com slash bluewire to learn more and find a center near you. That's unified, U-N-I-F-Y-D, healing.com slash bluewire. No material or testimonials on the Unified Healing website are intended to be viewed as medical advice or a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always seek the advice of your physician or other qualified healthcare provider with any questions you may have regarding a medical condition or treatment and before undertaking a new healthcare regimen, including EE system. And then I wanted to ask you about basketball. I know they played last night. I don't even know what they, if who they played or if they won or whatever. But he's built a hell of a talented roster. But I noticed Nick Smith Jr., the uh, super talented guard. Um, a lot of people project him as the third, fourth pick in this in this year's draft coming up. Hasn't played yet. I know there's a, like a knee issue or whatever. What's what's his status and how good can this basketball team be? Well, kids who have this talent level. Uh, there's always the you know how much how much can the kid earn over his his career? What's you know 
do we risk playing him early? And so I think they're going to make sure that he's right before he plays. And right now, no one's giving anything away. They're just going to kind of let things play out. And when he and his people feel ready to play, then he'll play. I mean, is, is there a chance that he doesn't play? I suppose so. Um, but I also think he would like – he's a fierce competitor and would like to kind of show that he can win on this level and be a, be a good player. So I'm not sure. They play tonight against South Dakota State. Okay. And South Dakota State won somewhere last night. So they're playing back-to-backs. Um, I think Hofstra did that last year and, and came in here and beat Arkansas in Little Rock. So they're very wary of that. South Dakota State's a good team. But Arkansas, their, their roster makeup each year under Eric Musselman has been so different. Um, I think they feel like they have a lot of really good pieces. They need to be a better shooting team. So as you see the year go on, you'll see people talking about what their three-point percentages are, what their, what their two-point uh, percentage is. And I think they're going to be a fairly strong defensive team. There's some interesting players. Anthony Black, the kid from Missouri, Trevon Brazil, uh, has, is phenomenal athleticism. And I think they're going to really unleash him. And then Ricky Council has played some points. And um, a kid from Wichita State. So um, what we know, we have enough data to show that he'll put the pieces together and they'll be a contender in the SEC and then uh, when the NCAA tournament rolls around. Yeah, he's had a couple of really strong tournament runs that have allowed him, I think, to change the way they recruit. He's got another five-star yesterday. He's, he's done a remarkably good job in terms of building a, not only teams but programs there. He's an interesting guy too, Musselman. And I mean that in a good way. I mean, he's just a – He's a kind of quirky, interesting guy, and kids like him. They do. He's had all the experience that you can have in, in basketball. Um, you know, he's, he's coached internationally, NBA, G League, everywhere. And he's, he is quirky. He's fully attuned to kids and social media. So he does a lot of TikTok and whatever, you know, and, and has all these um, interesting ways to get players' attention in the locker room and, uh, they buy into that, and he's uh, he and his staff are excellent recruiters. Tom, as always, thanks for the time. I look forward to seeing you on Saturday, my man. Sounds good. Yep, okay. Let's have a fast game, Neil. See ya. Yeah, we're cheering for it. You know that. Bye. That was Tom Murphy, Arkansas Democrat Gazette. Tom and I worked together in Mobile um, ages ago. He was on the Alabama beat when I was on the Auburn beat. Everything all right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got a content message back but the arkansas thing i was reading it oh yeah that was all um okay thanks to tom for uh for his time we'll move on with the show in a second but we thought to tell you about prime shrimp prime shrimp.com six different flavors available for you including their most recent offering the lemon cracked pepper their signature blend also a, a very versatile option that goes with rice pasta veggies whatever you would like the garlic herb butter, the uh, French Quarter Alfredo, or the Simply Shrimp, which allows you to just uh, season it yourself. It's great for kids. The more discerning palate, let Prime Shrimp help you out every uh, every night. When you have some activities and things. It's fewer than 10 minutes from freezer to plate. And with $20 off your first order using code MPW, it's a great way to get acclimated to their uh, different offerings. So, again, that's PrimeShrimp.com. Use code MPW for $20 off your first order. A-Stock Auctions is a Nashville-based online auction company. The mission to provide customers the power to name their price. All items at A-Stock start at just a dollar. That's right. Every item starts at $1. Shop now at a Download their um, 
app, name your price on thousands of items from big name retailers. A Stock Auctions has multiple locations around Nashville that offer local pickups, so don't miss out. Want it, bid it, win it. Solutions RX is a probiotic, multivitamin, and supplement company created right here in uh, Mississippi by Ole Miss Pharmacy alum Chris Cornelison. Pharmaceutical grade, manufactured um, inside the U.S. Like I said, take if you take diabetes medicine, high blood pressure medicine, cholesterol medications, all of those medications are uh, things that typically have side effects, muscle pain, brain fog, energy loss, number of stuff. If you take that stuff, you know. Get uh, on solutionsrx.com and try our prescription support. Maybe try some other vitamins, maybe try the fish oil, whatever the case may be, but try that prescription support. You're going to notice a difference right away in your energy. It's going to feel better. It's going to make you more compliant taking your medications. It's going to uh, help you stay healthier over the long term. SolutionsRx.com, promo code OEP at checkout for uh, 10% off your first order. Holcomb Portable Buildings is at 7991 Highway 7 South and Holcomb. They'll custom build your building to your specifications, however you want your carport, ATV, or storage shed, barn, hunting cabin, or other buildings. Uh, Holcomb can accommodate you. It's HolcombBuildings.com or 662-226-2233. Don't forget uh, the holiday season's approaching, all the parties and such that you social people go to. It's uh, Game Changer Patches. They'll be a game changer for you. Uh, literally, two-patch system available in the market to stop hangovers before they start. Warm-up patch used before or while you drink. Overtime patch used after you've been drinking to recover while you sleep. Uh, it's GameChangerPatch.com. Promo code REBELGROVE20 at checkout for 20% off your purchase. Podcast also brought to you by Style Assembly. Style Assembly located just off the square next to Blind Pig there in Oxford. They're ready for fall. They can help you ladies or the ladies in your life fill your needs no matter the budget, size, or occasion. Style Assembly there to help you assemble your style to uh, celebrate wins on the square or just to uh, take part in the changing seasons and get uh, all you need for uh, the winter weather that's definitely coming to Fayetteville and Oxford as well. They're offering big incentives to Rebel Grove subscribers, podcast listeners through the end of November. You can uh, head in and enter to win a $250 gift card to shop at Style Assembly. All you have to do is go into the store, tell one of the associates or ask for the owner, Kate. Say, hey, I came to check out Style Assembly and what they have to offer. There's no purchase necessary. Just do me a favor, head in. They just want to get to know you, help you out in the future with your styling or gifting needs. Men, go in, take a chance to go ahead and get Christmas taken care of. You can be done with the holidays before November even ends. They have a great selection of gooder sunglasses and much more. So that's Style Assembly. Shop styleassembly.com. And when you're there, you can see all the different social channels for the latest offerings. Um, let's see. Exchanging some questions right now with the Arkansas rival sites. We'll have that up later today or tomorrow. I Look at us. You know, it is what it is. Um, speaking of Mississippi basketball, and I mean, obviously they're a huge name, but Kentucky last night falling to Michigan State, who was unranked um, coming into the game. I don't know what that That's means it. or anything. But it's over. They have some talent. They got time to potentially be all right. But I just, just noticed heard it. it here first. John Calipari and the Wildcats done in November. Well, I mean, if you say what I mean, look, they routinely underachieve. I mean, it's not the craziest, not the craziest thing. Mark Stoops said so. Oh, I mean, <laughs> I, I bet he'd like that. Got that. away with that a lot more then yeah. than it would now. Yeah, yeah. Today that would not work as well. Calipari should say underachieve, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
that would go over really well. That's where the AD just goes, I, I quit. Yeah, I'm not. No, no, no. I'm, Y'all sell bourbon here, right? That's what someone said. We mentioned the Astros with Rizzo yesterday, but that didn't happen. The Yankees have already re-signed the first baseman, yeah. so that did not take any time whatsoever. Three-year deal? <sighs> I don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm not sure. Is that what it was? I don't know. I heard multi-year, so maybe that's just two years. Ole Miss moved to 14th in the college football playoff uh, rankings last night. It shows you that even with that loss, if we were in a 12-team playoff, they could win the next two games and still get in. Oh, that's yeah. what it would show you is that there would be no issue at all, and you could still get in. You would, if you beat Arkansas and beat Mississippi State, you would be having the big debate. You would be one of the debate teams. And I think you would come because people are going to lose. I think you're comfortably probably okay. Probably. But if you didn't, yeah. right, people would go, well, you know. And you're watching the other games going, well, hey, who's the five? Because that's who I got to play, right. and I'm headed there, and what's the bracket doing? The people that act like the 12 team playoff is going to hurt college football, they, they, they're not. They're not thinking it through. Georgia 1, Ohio State 2, Michigan 3. They still have to play, obviously. TCU 4, Tennessee 5, LSU all the way up to 6. SC 7, Bama 8, Clemson 9, Utah 10, Ole Miss 14. Uh, There on that one. The kind of curious looking, the group of five team today would be, it actually, it it would be UCF who's 20, Tulane 21. So that's okay. They're guaranteed a spot. So just that's where that sits right now. It's probably the Cotton Bowl. Is that what most that, people are yeah, saying? Most people think the Cotton Bowl for that. Georgia, Ohio State, Michigan, TCU control their own destiny for sure. And SC, I still think probably does at the end of the day, even at seven. Yeah, they have a big game this weekend with UCLA. If they went out and win the Pac 12, they get in over a Tennessee team that would beat them. I think one loss SC is a conference champ over one loss Tennessee. That's not a not a division champ. champ. Yeah, probably so. Tell you one that's interesting. I saw somebody tweet about it this morning. Uh, how scheduling changes can have some consequences. If Michigan loses to Ohio State in a really close game, they still would have an argument to get in. But that schedule has been pretty weak. It's been mm-hmm. really really weak. In 2019, they canceled a home-and-home with UCLA, which would have included a game this season to play Hawaii. So they made a mistake like three years ago. Back. They'd like UCLA right now as a win. Yeah, that would yeah, they need sure. they would need that. They're in, obviously, with a uh, – yeah, just a thought there. That was I, I saw that one. Hmm. So, yeah, Ole Miss would be out of it right now, but – would have a chance, but it would be, it would be the conversation as opposed oh. to as opposed to this weekend where it's about okay, well, which Florida Bowl are you going to go to? I mean, you know, you could argue, and you're almost kind of locked in. I mean, if Ole Miss wins out, I don't. It's hard to get them to a path that does not include the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, I'm trying to think. The only way would be if LSU went to the uh, if LSU lost to Georgia, LSU then still goes to the Sugar. Were they still at three losses? So we're only putting one team in the playoff. So you're putting, yeah, you, let's, let's say, Put let's say Georgia wins. So Georgia makes the playoff. You got Alabama sitting there. Let's say Alabama Alabama and out. Tennessee would get college football playoffs. Right. Yeah, LSU could go citrus and push yeah. you down to the outback or whatever. Right. I don't know how that works. Is the outback in a group of bowls? 
it's in that group with the citrus. It's right below. No, citrus, citrus gets its own. Right. It's right below citrus. But what else is in that group? These are questions that I don't know the answers to. I'm pulling it up. Or trying to pull it up. I know. I mean, it's not. It's bad pot. It's going to take me a second, but we'll get there. Well, it, it seems like Outback's in a group with maybe one other bowl. It's not the Outback anymore. It's the Relia Quest. Is, is it Relia Quest? Is Relia, that is that what it's it is? Relia Quest with the capital Q, one word. With a capital Q, but yeah, one word. So your computer will keep punting that. Yeah, we're gonna have to. You'd have to go in and do the. There's one other game in that grouping. Yeah, I'll be to it in a second. I, I found one of those places that has it, but it's like you have to click the slideshow because, of oh, course, that's great. Yeah. Sugar one, citrus two, and then. <laughs> Frankly, it's a freaking crapshoot here, which you could get royally screwed. The SEC will assign teams to the respective bowls in this pool. Liberty, Texas, ReliaQuest, Vegas, Gator, Music City. Those are all completely even. They are, but they would take, It's hard to see you going to Memphis at 10-2. and two. They wouldn't do that. I mean, that's that would not be fair. They wouldn't do anyone. that unless Ole Miss asked to do it. Yeah. At 10-2. and two. There should be a line there. They should knock those out of that group into two groups. I mean, I guess it's conceivable that LSU would also get a spot at ten and three, but it seems unlikely. But hell, I don't know. Got to fill out all those bowls. But Alabama with two losses, ten and two, they would get one of them. Tennessee, obviously, at 11-1 and one would get – I would assume Tennessee would get the sugar, right? I mean, I, yeah, I don't know how that works. I do think Gator would be a very large possibility because they went to the Outback two years ago. Yeah. Now, that was the last time Ole Miss went to the Citrus Bowl? They've never gone to the Citrus Bowl. Or if they have, it's way before anything of, of my note. And I – God, I could be wrong here. I think. I think, think, think. Could easily be wrong. The Citrus technically does not have to take LSU. No. They can take a team within one loss of the best team available, I think. I think that's the rule, that they can go one loss down. They don't typically like the SEC championship game loser. Now, they've taken it many times because I covered an Auburn team that lost the championship game and went to the Citrus Bowl. Yeah, as Dale Rice says, all teams in the top 12 of the four playoff teams are in the New York Six. Sort of. In theory, yes, but there's some weird tie-ins to that that get a little clunky. Um, Again, I'm all for this 12-team playoff. It just solves so many. I'm actually, yeah, I'm for 12. I'd be for 16, but I'm I'm cool with 12. Solves so much of this crap. Not that it matters, because it doesn't matter. Does it matter if you go to the Gator or the Relia Quest? The answer is no. Who played in the Gator Bowl last year? I mean, if you want me to sit here and think about it, I probably That's what I'm saying. You, I mean, no one cares. Who played in the Music City Bowl last year? Tennessee. and. So you remember that game? Yeah, it was really close. Who'd they play? It was like crazy. It was, mm-hmm. yeah. But Purdue. I, Purdue. Okay, there you go. Yeah. But, but you sure. get my point. Yeah, sure. Arkansas played in like the Outback or the Citrus, and Kentucky played in the other one. 
but I don't remember yeah, which Kentucky was which. Kentucky played Iowa in the Citrus Bowl in a, what ended up being a really good game, and Arkansas beat Penn State in the Outback Bowl. Sure. Yep. Yeah, so that's that's where that's at. You know, the number of people that watched either of those games is outside of Kentucky, Iowa, Arkansas, and Penn State fans is probably not a big number. It's a at this point, bowls are they're fun trips if people decide to take them. That's what they. Yeah. Did A and M cancel their bowl game last year too? Did they? Well, if they ever think they're going to lose and they can duck out, they do. They really do. Yeah. As said in the stream, they're the only SEC team that has been uh, mathematically eliminated from bowl contention. Vanderbilt can win out and still make a bowl. Is that A&M right? can't. Yeah, A&M lost its seventh game on Saturday. I'm keeping A&M <laughs> uh, number 14 in my weekly rankings from now. Yeah, because Vanderbilt won a game. Ross is, what do you think Ross is doing today? Like, what's the mood over there? Like, what's the atmosphere? What do you do? What, what are you doing in the admin offices in College Station this week? Getting yelled at by boosters. Um, not your fault. He did it. Won't be the first time he takes the fall for something he didn't do. Um, I'm not wrong. I don't know. I mean, I look. I. I think the conversation that you're having at Texas A&M in all seriousness is, hey, if we do this again next year and the year after that, don't we have to start thinking about maybe it is worth it to eat this, go ahead and eat this you-know-what sandwich now? If it's still going to be sitting there in two years? $85 million. Okay, okay, but hear me out. If he coaches two more years, you've paid him what you were going to pay him, and then it's still sixty million or whatever it is. He chose self-preservation. No, he did not have to give Jimbo that deal. But he had not given Jimbo that deal. He'd have been run out himself. Well, had he, he chose to lock on and the gamble that he would could have taken was, hey, LSU's not hiring him. And I don't know. Maybe maybe LSU wasn't going to hire him. I th- think they were. Boy, LSU's going bullet dodged. Unanswered prayers. Mm-hmm. Like LSU ought to play two Garth Brooks songs. <laughs> yes, A and M canceled their bowl game versus Wake last year. They didn't play Wake. Is the A and M LSU game in Baton Rouge? I don't. Know. No, it's not. It's in College Station. Is that bad? Yeah, because LSU could really, really, really troll Jimbo. Yeah, it's in College Station. That's a shame. Six o'clock, November twenty sixth. How funny would that be if they played, you know, Colin Baton Rouge like they and always then, do, and then play "Thank God uh, for Unanswered Prayers." Be clever. That would be fantastic. <sighs> I mean, that would be awesome. Too bad. Uh, Killer Cam says, is McKinley Jackson going to be a rebel? I don't know. Look, the, the transfer portal is going to go wild. I mean, just on, spin the carousel. On December Seriously, the 5th, I and I, I don't know. I, I'll be honest. I, I said this in the mailbag. I haven't gotten that far. Um, and, and the people that claim to know, absolutely know who is and isn't going to get in the portal, 
They're spe- you don't I'm, think that's reliable? They're speculating. They might have some information, but they're speculating. It's like the Demas guy from the wide receiver from A&M. It's one thing to say you're definitely taking that guy. It's another thing before you take him. Probably going to do a little, little soul-searching on that. Did any of your people try to get Taylor Swift tickets yesterday? Not that I'm aware of. No. Were they hard to get? Apparently. I mean, I did not no. personally try, but... I mean, I like Taylor Swift fine. Not enough to like spend all day trying to get tickets or anything, but she's good. She's talented. <laughs> I'm getting sit stuff about just. I mean, and it look every school has them, but like dumb fans. But this one kind of cracked me up. It's an Auburn account that came into one of the fans, and it was taking that on three nil valuation, you know, thing that's complete horseshit too. Um, and uh, it just says rankings by team where you can click on it, and the guy goes, just going to leave this here so this NIL debate can finally be done. Auburn has way more NIL money, and it's not even close, so just stop. The screenshot he's using just has the SEC teams in alphabetical order. Oh. So, yeah, we're dealing with um, Mensa candidates all over the place here, here, here currently. So... What's what's the word on Barry and Brown? Is there is that real speculation that he's going to leave Kentucky? They seem to have sort of fixed it in the middle of the season a little bit, but I mean now they've started losing again. Yeah, so I we'll said this see. yesterday. The speculation I've heard on him is is Tennessee. But listen, I think I think the portal December fifth is going to be. Nuts. I mean, seriously, nuts. Last year's nothing compared to what yeah, this is about nuts. to look like. I have. Especially when it's all con- you know congealed like that. I mean, you don't have the ability to spread it out. It's just all of a sudden, boom, 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 yeah. boom. I don't, I don't know. I mean, coaches will wake up and have thirty-five of their guys in the portal. <clears throat> yeah, and so December the fifth is a Monday. That weekend, and then the weekend after that, will be full of visits with. And you guys are going to get pissed off because we're not going to have every name, and, and a lot of that's going to be because things happen like basically overnight. We'll get yelled at. Why don't you have more recruiting? And it's like, that's not it. It's just stuff's happening. Um, Not a shock, just every thought with their campus, but the University of Virginia has canceled its game against Coastal Carolina on Saturday. Yeah. It's not going to play. Um, they have they have not decided about their finale, which is in Blacksburg next week. I, I certainly know. would forgive them if they didn't yeah. play. I don't know. I understand. Three is the, the other one that was shot. Is he – he was a football player as well. Is he okay? He was having to have a second surgery. Oh, I don't know. I've seen three fatalities, all football players. It's three fatalities and another who was shot and was having – the bullet went through his – went through his back and through his ab- – exited his abdomen. And he had one surgery and was having a second surgery, was still in critical condition. Was told they were coming back from a play in D.C. A field trip. They just gotten back. Yeah, right. And he was obviously targeting football players because the person who was shot and not not severely injured was the uh, as a non football player. Oh, really? So the theory is that that was a stray bullet, if you yeah. will. 
Um, podcast brought to you in part by Northeast Spark, NESPRC, service people across rural communities, two packages, the Ignite, the 100 Mbps, or the Blaze, the one gig that powers the Clark Fort Studio, your hometown team bringing you world-class broadband. That's NESpark.com, 662-238-3159, phone service, pro controls, network security, and more. Remember, if you're in parts of Pontotoc or Union counties who did not previously have internet, let Northeast Spark help you out there as well. That's 662-238-3159. ACS is owned uh, by my buddy Clay McNutt in Baldwin, Mississippi. It's ACSLLCMS.com. They're a complete electrical control system solution provider and a Rockwell automation recognized system integrator. Uh, Brought to you by Lamons Fine Jewelry. Lamons 1126 North Lamar Boulevard in Oxford. LamonsFineJewelry.com or 662-234-2777. Don't forget about Pinnacle. They host Mind on My Money each and every week. It's MyPinWealth.com, M-Y-P-I-N-N-Wealth.com. Talk to you about the road to Boise, literally the trip to Boise, booked through John Edwards of Regency Travel Incorporated in Memphis, 901-494-3387 or Edwards at RegencyTravel.net. If you're looking for a place uh, for your uh, Christmas party here in the Oxford area, try OPA, featuring fabulous food, craft libations. They'll host your company dinner or festive party event that can accommodate up to 200 guests. It's uh, 601-421-7147. I've got a mailbag up at the site, brought to you by Whitney McNutt of Tommy Morgan Incorporated Realtors. We'll have Neil's Picks up tomorrow. It's brought to you by Service Specialist Staffing and Recruiting Agency, Service Specialist uh, LTD.com. Don't forget about CorinthDental.com if you're uh, looking to maybe get a better version of yourself. Uh, they've got um, Invisalign, among other uh, state of the art procedures there at Corinth Dental. Uh, BB Mitchell at Pinpoint Commercial Real Estate is the guy to get in touch with if uh, you're interested in commercial. Um, Commercial real estate, all asset classes, industrial, retail, office, medical, and land, 601-934-5008. And uh, don't forget, if you're looking to kind of take control of your own um, your own life, your own career, ready to get away from the, uh, the kind of the corporate rat race, Andy Ledecky can help you. It's 100% free. You have nothing to lose. It's um, myperfectfranchise.net. Or Andy at MyPerfectFranchise.net or 404-973-9901. Um, mentioned a little bit in the uh, in the opening yesterday, Ole Miss basketball moving to 3-0 and on the season, um, really courtesy of Matthew Morrell. He goes off for 25 last night on 9 for 14 from the floor. He was 6 of 10 from 3 also last night. He, uh, he pulled down five boards. I mean, good God, he kind of did everything. Yeah. Um, TJ Caldwell, the only other Rebel in double figures. He was four of nine from the field for uh, for ten points last night for uh, for Ole Miss in twenty three minutes. The two young point guards, Caldwell and Abram, have um, have have played well in Deshaun Ruffin's absence. I mean, obviously, for this team to reach whatever potential it has, they need a healthy Deshaun Ruffin. But the two young point guards are playing, and um, they're 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 handling themselves pretty well, getting a little better each and every game. They play UT Martin on Friday, and then they head to Orlando. Speaking of Orlando. Stanford? Stanford on Thanksgiving Day. That's the first. Who lost to somebody last night. Um, It's the story in college basketball right now is that kind of everybody's beating everybody. And I don't know whether that means that there's a lot of parity 
or whether it just means there's a lot of bad basketball. It's too early to say. Stanford is 1-2 and two on the season after losing 74-62 at home to San Diego State last yeah. night. It was pretty good. but yeah. Who knows? It's too early to make sweeping assertions. San Diego State ranks 17th. Nationally. Basketball people hope that it's a sign that there's tons of parity and lots of good teams. Obviously, there is some cynicism that it might just be that there aren't many good teams. Um, Stanford has lost. Um, they've played three games. They beat Pacific 88-78 at home to open the season, and they lost to Wisconsin in Milwaukee 60-50 prior to losing to San Diego State 74-62 last night, again also at home. They play Cal Poly on Friday prior to heading to uh, Orlando and play, playing Ole Miss in the ESPN events invite a made-for-TV tournament Yes, by ESPN. By ESPN. For ESPN. All ESPN. It's their... Needs something to play that weekend. And so they'll put basketball on. Yeah. I mean, sure. So, no, I mean, until Ruffin comes back, you see what his explosive level is. That That's going to yeah. dictate anything about this team. I mean, Morell clearly needs help, but the help is not healthy right now. Morell's really, really good. Matt really looks terrific so far through three games. He looks like his game is taking a jump. He's strong, shooting the ball well, all of those things. But, you know, they'll need they'll need a little help. I think I saw Tennessee lost to Indiana. Did I see that correctly? I don't know. I feel like that was somewhere. So I haven't gotten there yet. Not starting to look around the league in basketball yet. Not, yet. Not, not Not turning the page. As you well know, my phone's been ringing on something else a lot, probably to the point where I'm sick of it. You sound better today, though. I'm feeling better. No cough syrup today? Uh, last night a little bit. Did you? Yeah, more proactively than anything else. Did you sleep? I slept until about 3, and I woke up, and... Um, Gave myself 20 minutes, and then I came in and did the mailbag. The 20 minutes thing, don't you think if you gave it 40, you would fall back asleep some of these times? At By 40 minutes, my brain is going so fast that there's no point. Don't you think a lot? You start thinking. And if you start thinking a lot, you're just, you're, it's over. You're not going to go back to sleep. Unless you can slow your brain down and like think about things that make you sleepy, which is hard to do. Um, Tennessee, by the way, their schedule says they lost to Colorado, not Tennessee, oh, okay. not not Indiana. Okay, either way, whatever. Seventy eight, sixty six, Buffs in Nashville. Yeah, Drew says I had Grizzlies, Pelicans on the TV, and the Rebs on my computer. It's tough to watch a college game the same time as an NBA game, no doubt. Just the different. It's not even level of play. It's the pace of play. NBA game gets up and down. The college game can... The other thing with the college game is it's so dependent on officiating. If they let them play a little, it can be an entertaining game. If it starts getting bogged down with free throws... That's it. It's over. In which it typically does. You see a team yeah, get in the bonus with 14 minutes left. It's like, oh my God, we're going to be here till. This is going to be a three-hour game. Not really, but that's what it feels like. There's no flow at all. You get all these fouls away from the ball, and guys are shooting free throws. and it's just You don't get that in the NBA frequently at all. 
You'll get it occasionally. But for the most part, NBA games have, have a flow to them that the college game just doesn't get. You believe in Miami a little more after the weekend? The Dolphins? Yeah. Seven and three now. Yeah. Tyler and I talked about this on Monday. I, I mean, I think you have to start putting them on your radar. They're, they look good. Half game back of the Chiefs for the number one record in the AFC at this point. Mm-hmm. They had the lead in the AFC East over the Bills by half game. Buffalo scuffling a little bit, even though they're 6-3. and three. We do this most every week. If the playoffs started today, and again, we're 10, I mean, we're 10 weeks in. Getting closer. I mean, we're, we're over halfway by far. Yeah. Uh, the Chiefs would be the one in the AFC. Then your, home, your playoff games would be the Dolphins hosting the New England Patriots. Okay. The Patriots winning a three-way tie over the Chargers and the Bengals for the last playoff spot. So they're all five and four. They're all right there. Right. Um, the Tennessee Titans would be winning the AFC South. They're at six and three. They've kind of recovered a little bit. Yeah. And they would host the Buffalo Bills in a playoff game at three six. I'd watch that. And then at four five, the Baltimore Ravens would play the New York Jets in a playoff game. I'd watch that. Jets at Ravens. Yeah, I'd watch for, that uh, for that one. And then in the NFC, the Philadelphia Eagles still have the one seed. Um, they are tied with the Minnesota Vikings for the number one seed at eight and one. Both okay. those teams. You can go ahead and hand the Vikings that division. That is over. Yeah. Um, there, the Eagles would get to buy. The Vikings would host the San Francisco 49ers in a playoff game. I'd watch. You'd definitely watch that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely in. The Seahawks would win the NFC West right now. They would host the Dallas Cowboys in a first-round game. It'd be must-watch television. And then, because a South team has to win, the right now the Buccaneers would host the New York football Giants in a playoff game. Oh, I'd watch that. So that is your uh, that is your playoffs as of today. The Commanders are a half game back in the NFC from the 49ers. Now, the 49ers are just a game back of these – or half game back of the Seahawks for the lead there. There's still enough – A lot of time left. Yeah, a lot of time to change. Somebody's going to get hot. Somebody's not going to get hot. It's – it is what it is. Like, I'm not ready to count the Chargers out. I'm not ready to count the – even the Bengals out. When they get Chase back and they'll get him back, I'm not ready to eliminate them if they can tread water until then. And you think they're one of the teams that could go through this thing on the road for a while? Yeah, absolutely. When you Joe Burrow's your quarterback and that's your offensive weapons, yeah, you can beat anybody on a given Sunday. Mm-hmm. So. All right, uh, stuff at rebelgrove.com. Plenty there, plenty throughout the day. Again, Neil's mailbag is up. Just scanning through that a few minutes ago. So you can, uh, you can find that right now. And I'm sure there'll be somebody post something stupid over the course of the day. So we'll... Try not to respond, but probably will have to at some point on the uh, on the site. So yeah, that and more coming up again. Ole Miss basketball on Friday, and then football heading in uh, Saturday six thirty from a cold Razor, Reynolds Razorback Stadium in Fayetteville. So uh, we'll be back with you in the morning. Take care. Have a good day. Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? 
Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com slash balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.